0: Why does this thing exist? Podcast.
1: Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. My name's Simon. <laughs>
0: yes, it is. <laughs> Didn't take you long. Didn't take you long. I'm Dean. I'm Dean. Did have to have a little think about it then, listener. Yeah, yeah. This is a podcast. Uh just because, in case you weren't aware, haven't downloaded it and started listening to it. Do you want to say it, Dean? Go on, you say the bit. <laughs> oh, go on, yeah, I'll say it. This is a podcast called I didn't I said podcast. <laughs> <It's, laughs> no. This is why you do it. It's, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I panic. <laughs> the, the pressure got him and he thought he was from Manchester for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I panic when you put me on the, on the spot like this. Um this is a podcast <laughs> called Why Does This Thing Exist? Where Simon and I show each other things and ask, why do they exist? And talk about them. Try and get the root of the mystery. Uh, yeah, I think that worked as an introduction. That's good enough. Stop talking. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> I actually feel more comfortable when you tell me what to do. That's It's, right. it's much easier for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, shall we just get straight into it? Do you show us something?
0: Why not, Simon? Why not? Right. I'm going to show you a thing. And I'm not going to tell you anything about it until we start looking at it. Okay, oh, yes, this is the type yeah. of thing I like. Yeah. Foul surprises. guess <laughs> I'm not sure if you've heard this before, but if you have, um, tell me. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, what can you see here? It's um,
1: something in a jar. It says the pitch drop experiment. Mm-hmm. I don't have sound if that makes any difference, here. Uh No, there's no sound to it. Okay. Uh there's a clock, it says five to eight and it's ticking round. Pitch drop experiment. No, I'm at a loss to know what this is. It looks like a tripod in the in a bell jar. Mm-hmm. There's a glass beaker below what looks like um uh a, a small black
0: penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does look a bit like that, I guess. I it can't... does.
1: Yeah, it's this a sort of like a sphere at the end of the tube. Yeah. The clock is yeah. ticking round. Is this some kind of nuclear warning thing?
0: <laughs> no, no. This is um, this is the pitch drop experiment. It is uh, a sort of experiment set up, whatever you want to call it, devised by an Australian scientist, University of Queensland, to demonstrate to students that even the most solid. Seeming things, the most viscous things, are still liquids. So what we have here is uh, the black stuff in the big funnel at the top is pitch, asphalt, you know, um, the stuff that uh, they cover roads with and driveways. Yeah, tarmac, essentially. They call it pitch in other places, but yeah, it's tarmac. So they put it in this uh, big funnel and put a beacon to the bottom of it and basically timed how long it uh, took for a drop to fall out. Because it is liquid, it actually is a liquid, it's just super 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 dense liquid really? it flows incredibly slowly um and uh just for, just the for record uh this experiment was first started in nineteen thirty I believe oh have, fuck off, why is that clock there then well this is um this is live this is a live video ah, I saw what they just telling me what time it is do so you know it's live now you know what time it is now D- just know. <laughs> It's not for you. <laughs> it's not, not. to tell you. What, it's just to show you this is a live feed. This has been. This is the same experiment running since 1930. There have been, so when think, did they put that clock in there? Well, I think when they set up the live feed, which was like 20 years ago, I think. Uh, uh, so what help has that clock been doing
1: in any in any? Right, <laughs> I, I understand this might not be the the,
0: the correct. you <laughs> no, no, why no this is this to fine. Me. This is fine. Why it, is that sort of clock there? Well, it sort of is actually. Is. That's what I'm getting to. What, a, what are they hoping to show by this clock? That, that is the point I'm getting at. Genuinely, this is the, this is the question I want to ask you. Um It's again. So this is running for like close to 100 years now. There have been, mm. I think, six drops fallen out.
1: Oh wow! Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't so, expect that. All right. Yeah,
0: yeah, so like six maximum in a hundred odd years, like no, 90, yeah, 93 years. Yeah, so. um yeah, It's a very small setup. This actually looks big on the camera. It's actually, this is like what, maybe a foot tall, this jar. So it's just up close. Yeah. Um set up a live feed so you can watch it. So this clock is there just so you know that when you're watching this video, this is live. This is happening now. This is the time. Uh,
1: okay, I get it. Because yeah. nothing's happening. Yeah,
0: literally nothing's happening. If you
1: watch it while the museum's closed, then yeah. there's no one walking around in there.
0: Yeah, but even if they Not are, right? like it's just background noise. You're just meant to watch this drop Yeah, <laughs> in the hope that you see it drop because it's happened like six times in a century. And if you watch the life even happens, that's like you're privileged.
1: So what happens then? So they yes. filled up a, a funnel with tarmac. Yeah. How does it
0: drop? Because it, it is liquid. It is flowing down. It is actually just, just like any other. So the, just, the, the tarmac on the roads is liquid? Yeah. Just really, 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 really dense liquid. But that makes sense, because if it was perfectly solid, it would crack really easily, wouldn't it?
1: Yes, yes. All the
0: pressure on it. So, in fact, it's super dense liquid. It means it doesn't, it just, it absorbs in back a lot better, but it just sort of stays there.
1: So, what's the end piece where the
0: the liquid tower drops out? Uh, it hits, it lands in the, the beaker underneath. Yeah. And then you wait for the next one. <laughs> I mean, like, uh,
1: <laughs> the end piece, the hole, the bit where it comes out of. Spout. Let's go for spout. The spout. So, the spout at the end of the rod yeah, where the tarmac will um, fall out off. Yeah, <laughs> is is it pressure that that makes it come out of there then? No, it's just gravity. Gravity. Yeah. Just like, it's like it's got. Certain is that tension. why roads roads crack and they they all have holes in them? It. It's because of that? And, and of course, with the the weight and the movement
0: of the cars yeah. on top. Yeah, it's like if hmm. you like, it's, it gets too hot, like it dries out, then it becomes more st- stiff. Yeah, and then it sort of you know loses. Well, its it doesn't its... do
1: that though. Famously, it's famous, it it? When you get the <laughs> hot weather, the tarmac
0: it gets hot to the bubbles, and you can pop it with the stick. Bubbles, sorry, what am I on about? Yeah, I'm thinking of the cold weather. Sorry, yes, uh, that's why it bubbles because it's um uh, because it's 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 a liquid, definitely. So yes, so it bursts and stuff. So that's um that's that.
1: <laughs> Have you ever tried to rewarm a bag of chips on the engine of
0: your car? <laughs> no it's not bad no okay yes I I find chips don't travel well
1: they don't Um, I've only seen a man do it once a man called Die Dogs Die Dogs Dogs, that was his name okay he was my uncle's friend We used to go um, uh, watching rugby and uh, all across South Wales and uh, for some reason Die Dogs had a bag of chips and he didn't eat them and then <laughs> we all had our chips and we were like, Dad, are you doing with your chips? You know, i have them on the way back. All right. And he put his a bag of chips on top of his engine and then closed the bonnet of his car and drove home. Okay. That doesn't never sound safe.
0: Yeah. So huh? I think
1: he, it was, his plan was. I can't imagine it's the first time he's ever done it. So I guess it must work in some fashion. Yeah. When the, where the engine's do...
0: car rewarmed his chips. Yeah, that can't be, yeah, it can't be his first time if he just casually put them in his bonnet. Was, oh, I no idea what of, he was doing, did yeah. <laughs> I, I thought, of, I bet this will work. <laughs> he drives off, just a chip pan fire under his car, just to burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a risk, is isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, again, the question I'm going to ask What this is that it's, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it, it, it's not, I'm not, not sure it's still so much. I mean, according to this, there's 14 people on, on this stream now, and it's uh, eight in the morning in Australia, but it's just a global thing because I'm watching it from mm. Cardiff at uh, 11 at night. And it's been, it's been like a really popular thing on and off. Yeah, so, people are tuning into this live stream in the hopes of being one of the people who sort of sees a drop of pitch just land in a beaker. And I sort of get it, but I sort of don't. What's, yeah. what's the – if you said, like, I saw the pitch drop, I saw one the, of the, the drops fall, I don't see why that's <laughs> – not right.
1: the way that this camera is set up, I'm not even sure if you would see it fall because it would be fast coming out of there, and the camera's not close enough to see that. They need to have a camera underneath mm. it so the, yeah, the drop would work. fall onto the lens of the camera, and, and not real the lens, but you'd have a yeah. You can have a pane of glass between the camera lens and and the um,
0: spout. Yeah, but looking at this, it looks like the bell jar and the whole setup is actually enclosed, as in sealed. Because like those, these cameras screwed in. Yeah, and that must have been sealed in the thirties or something. So you Definitely can't get a camera in to in stop there. anybody fucking with it. Because <laughs> good
1: <laughs> do that. I got some pitch drop for you. Ah. It turns out If you put them uh, asphalt in in a bell jar, leave it for thirty years, it suddenly gets filled with piss. I'm not sure about that, <laughs> yeah. doc. Maybe you want to uh, ask for a research grant about that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I'll be on my way now. <laughs> yeah there will be traffic cones on it. There'd be like dick in imprints. You just know what that would be. So I totally get why they did that, and it's probably full of like you know, noble gas to stop any interference and stuff. But that's that's by the by. It's just up stupid for the dick in it. That's what. That's what it is. <laughs> you do this like ninety nine years and eleven months. I think the final drop, and someone comes in and pisses. What what a massive disappointment!
1: (laughs) Yeah, you can just sort of see the the (laughs) the the bit of tarmac sort of slowly like forming a, a droplet at the end of the spout, and then. Out of the corner of your eye, you see a man with his trousers down and he's <laughs> shuffling towards you with a big smile <laughs> on his face. Yeah, he just unleashes looks- a stream that blows it all away. <laughs> he's clearly pissed. <laughs> yeah. He gets clearly pissed. And he looks <laughs> towards the camera, smashes that clock out the way and says, "This why does this thing exist, podcast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, he kicks his mask off. He was you. <laughs> you flew to Australia for this. <laughs> Okay, now we got some sort of horrible vision of a uh, somebody's has been sacked like <laughs> they know about this, and they just get a stool and stand next to it and take a shit. At the same time. <laughs> like, let's see what falls out for it's <laughs> <laughs> my drop experiment. <laughs>
1: Uh, I <laughs> haven't had a clean movement since 1933 <laughs> let's see what gets quicker
0: yeah. stop <laughs> set the clock <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think what I was getting at is the whole the sort of fascination with potential people will spend a lot of time to stare at something if there's the reward of exclusivity you know? so like yeah I was the one who like who saw that I mean I think my friend Glenn, from a different podcast, was saying that he, as a kid, he they set up a live stream of Loch Ness right. and as, a, as a teenager. He was just at, at home from school, just watching it for hours and end, thinking, "I'm going to be able to glimpse the monster." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're not, but also, I mean, <laughs> you can't have been the only one. Like that's there's such a weird appeal to like, yeah, I'm going I'm to see the thing that most people haven't seen, it. <laughs> and <laughs> it's not an achievement. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like it as a special set but I don't think the idea of watching it for hours on end. Saying that, if we're talking about it, then, the drip, then that drop falls, I'm going to be ecstatic. <laughs> we'll just give her another ten minutes of absolute silence while we watch it, just case <laughs> it does drop off. We can do updates in future episodes. As well. <laughs> it's
1: it. we'll have to call in on this every now and then. Yeah. So. I really don't like the phallic way that it's stood yeah. up there. It's, it's a slightly um, bulbous protrusion, isn't it? It doesn't need it. It's it really doesn't need it. What are these? Yeah. Uh, are these the other four bags of pitch in this little jug at the front of it, would they? Maybe. I don't know.
0: It, it's, yeah. It's, it's quite like, a big set. If it all just goes, boom, <laughs> like that. Yeah. Again, because they're so viscous, they wouldn't have merged together yet, would they? So that maybe it's been four drops so far. So yeah, those are the four previous ones. So They've just chucked them in bags, and it's a big drop if it does come out. It's just... Yeah, so I think this will be a while because um, that looks like, like the surface uh, tension isn't due to rupture anytime soon. Yeah. Gravity versus uh, Wh- tension. When it change. goes off, it's like Peter North. Um... Anyway, what are we going to give this? Uh... Um, I can honestly, i honestly give it a four because it, it proves the concept people will literally watch anything. Yeah. <laughs> God knows how many man hours we put into the staring at this. <laughs> Thing, which is, by definition, is not going to move or do anything. That was the whole point of the experiment to show that, you know, this thing is so good because it barely moves <laughs> for many, many decades. And, you know, it's, good, it's still good science. You know, it's a scientific demonstration, just a really long, long, slow one. Yeah, so I'll give it a four uh, because I think um, I just like it for various reasons. I'm going to give
1: you one. I don't think it is good science. I think <laughs> if you dangle anything off for long enough, it'll fall off eventually. You don't need to have a glow-in-the-dark clock here to prove
0: that. You certainly don't need to put it in a museum. <laughs> let you let set with the clock. It's missing some sort of point, but I can't pin down what it is.
1: <laughs> okay, then. Uh, thanks for coming back. Here we go. I'm going to show you something now, Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, not 100% convinced it's going to be a flyer, but we're going to go with it anyway. <laughs>
0: okay. They'd oversell it, Simon. <laughs> 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 the famous hype man. <laughs> like P. T. Barnum, this guy. All <laughs> right. You see that? I see it, so I'm not convinced I understand it. But, um, what are we looking at? This is something called butterwielding. <laughs> uh right? Um, I'll give you I'll give you this up front. It costs 65 pounds. I can see that, and it, it does not look like 65 pounds worth of product unless it's is it a really big thing? No, no. No,
1: it, no, it, I, no it's uh, five inches by seven by seven.
0: Ah, no, it's that's great small. for
1: cookouts no. and sporting events and no, homes sport, are sporting events.
0: Small. Yeah. Uh, Wimbledon, that sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, what is a sport event not butter? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess that's a question we've all asked ourselves at some point.
1: Uh it holds up to 12 ounces of butter as well, then. What is it? What are we looking at? Uh, I'm not sure what it is. That's why. <laughs> that's why I thought oh, I I'd see. ask you. I, oh, right. I, uh, I don't know what it is. I
0: don't know what it is. Ah, um, it's called butter wheel. Yeah. Right. Now we see butter wheel. I know butter needs to be churned. I thought it was for making butter, but it's not. No. It's no. I think um, what it
1: is it's like a cheese grater on like um. Uh, right. A, a gurney. Yeah. And you fill it full of butter, and then you can rub bread over it
0: rather than having a knife. Oh, so it's like – so you fill the bottom with butter, you turn the wheel, and then the butter spreads onto whatever you're holding onto the top of the drum. I think so. I think that's what it is, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. Is is that the best way to apply butter to anything? I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought (laughs) – I would have thought that's counterproductive. Uh, yeah, there's no videos of how to use it or anything. So it's got a choking hazard warning on it, which is yeah, disconcerting.
1: Well, anyway, here's, here's some facts. It's easy right. to take anywhere.
0: Yeah, it looks like it weighs about thirty grams, so that wouldn't, yeah. Quickly Quick. add butter. That's fact number two. Heats up fast. How is it? How is it even heated? Is it, like, is it one of those things about tea lights underneath and that keeps it warm? Oh, it could be. Yep, yep, yep. I think you're right about that. That still doesn't show that, though. No, it doesn't show it
1: anywhere. No, it's just four yeah. pictures of the thing, a
0: really close picture of a, a bread. Yeah, but also, bang. even if we're right, even if it is like the, the drum, first off, the drum is full of holes. It's like a mm. mesh thing. Now, I guess that's important because you need to pick up the butter because if it was just smooth, the butter wouldn't stick to it. Yeah, So that sure. I get. It doesn't, doesn't sort of, it's not intuitively Sensible, but I guess that would work. But then it'll only work on things which can be pressed onto a a, a, a netted drum. Well, that's right. Yes, you're right. Which, I mean, if you wanted to put in jack potato, you screwed it, aren't you? Because it's going to mince (laughs) mince the spud and you get (laughs) this buttery mulch in the bottom, which you can't get out. Yeah,
1: you you are. You're going to press your your
0: jack potato onto this uh, cheese grater essentially and spin it around on it. It's not. But if if you look at the picture, it has got corn cobs, up there. Now, are there. how is this going to work on a corn cob? Those it's things aren't quite robust. I mean, you can't—they they are quite stubborn. The corn cobs—they're they, firm to the touch. So that's not going to work. And what else do you put butter on? What else do you put
1: butter on? Um,
0: Saucepans, but obviously that's pop, a different thing pop, Popcorn. Popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and red hot <or> burning <laughs> kernels. <laughs> Just, like, uh, <laughs> Just your fingers lacerated. <laughs> yeah, both by the heat and by the mesh grill spinning round. <laughs> like, this is a terrible idea on multiple levels. Ah. It's got decent ratings
1: though. Well, all
0: of the reviews are in a different language. Oh that's uh rude in Mexico. Okay. <laughs> I trust the Mexicans, they may be the number one author once, so I can't argue what they say. The, the two in, the English language
1: reviews uh complaining because they've got to use too much butter to get it working properly. One says you have to put three sticks of butter in so that it works properly, and the other one says it works very well, but since it's too deep, I have to use almost two sticks of butter. Wish it was I wish so deep. Wish it was deep. so deep, and it would be perfect. It's
0: great for a restaurant, but how is it good for a restaurant? What... I don't understand what it does. Can but that, it a also, that review does not match the four stars. <laughs> it's not. These reviews are very confused. Very confused. I'm, I'm confused. The whole product is confusing. Let's have a look at the one-star reviews. Maybe yeah. we can get some actual facts
1: yeah. Oh, it's just more people complaining about butter. Like, you need a lot of butter for this to even function.
0: What are they doing with it? <laughs> I wasted a full stick of butter sitting at the bottom of the wheel. I won't even reach Look, here's another one. The pot is too large for the road, and it takes two full sticks of butter. What do they say, sticks of butter? Do they mean the actual, like, like we would buy, like the fill bricks of butter, or is that something American? I'm not sure. Because that's a lot of butter. Two of those is a lot of butter. It's all in America, actually. You're right, yeah. They're all American reviews. I don't know what a stick of butter... Can you Google... uh, I don't know what a stick of butter is. Yeah, let's Google stick of butter, US. See how much that is. I'll, I'll Google... Stick
1: of butter, U.S. versus no stick of butter, U.S. conversion shots. Well, here you are Dean. One stick yeah. of butter is half a cup. What? That's, that's a lot mean, of butter. But it's not. Grams. Hang on. It's uh, a lot of butter,
0: but it's not as much as our bricks of butter we get. That's like one cup.
1: Standard packet of butter, U.K. <laughs>
0: So we've gone down this route, I'm genuinely curious as to what a, okay. a standard bit of butter is. The
1: standard, standard packet of butter in the UK is 250 grams. Yeah, that and sounds good. A right, standard yeah. stick of butter in America is 113. So
0: it's, oh, it's half, wow. half a packet of butter. But you need, so you need at least a full brick of British butter. Full brick of British butter. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an advert, doesn't it? Oh, a full brick of British butter in every pack. <laughs> <laughs> To be a full brick of British butter, we're going to stick with it to, to make this just to get work. it rolling. Yeah, yeah that that's not that's not good. I I guess you know the butter at the bottom. You have lost it. I'm guessing you can pour it back out again. It was melted. But it's really I don't over. think you can. I think it's claimed by the machine. now. <laughs> yes. abandon hope, all you entered. You? you have sacrificed your budget to cuisine art.
1: <laughs> I like this. Hmm. sits up too high off the griddle to melt the butter. So they put it directly on the hob. Oh, God. And then I'm it says, a... requires one more stick of butter. They just <laughs> add in sticks
0: of butter. They're like, this thing doesn't work. Put more butter in it. <laughs> yeah. There are very few problems in life which can't be solved by more butter, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, The butter wheel itself opened, broke. No longer wheel that rolled. Maybe <laughs> I got a bad one, but I can't use it. <laughs> Uh, this, this, that's like the little train that could <laughs> yeah, little train that couldn't <laughs> more better this um, this um, for a product which I would say has a very niche uh, usability in, I can't think of many scenarios where you need something like this would it would be more convenient than just having some butter and a fucking knife <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, it's got a lot of reviews
1: if you had a butter and a knife right would you right. take to the internet at all to review the process of putting butter on whatever it was you needed to put butter on? No. It's like breathing and then
0: talking about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a, Simon, I had a great inhaler on want I tell you.
1: <laughs> exhale. <laughs> How many sticks of butter did he use in that breathing, inhale, exhale,
0: exchanged in? You know what? If I had some sticks of butter, the inhaler would be a lot easier, I bet. <laughs> Just a wheezing chest, my all-butter diet. Because I, I will say that, there's, it's, at least in this country, I'm sure it must appeal elsewhere if butter's the same, but the whole thing about butter being too firm to spread is a common complaint. You know, you give it, yes. In like restaurant stuff, you give the a little, little sort of individual servings and they, you spread them on your bread and they wreck the bread because it's too hard and stuff. So I get that that is a common complaint about butter, but I don't think this elaborate <laughs> metal wheel, deep metal wheel setup is no. the solution.
1: No. Especially when you're just using this me- mechanism, really, to heat butter over a hob, by the sound of it, anyway. Well, that's the
0: thing. If you just had, like, a small metal dish with a candle underneath, it, just put the butter on that for, like, yeah. 20 seconds. Yeah. I'm sure that'll solve all your problems. That won't, yeah. won't involving like, in, mechanisms and millwork and stuff.
1: Yeah, oh, here we go, Dean. One hmm. star does not function well. My wheel keeps popping up out of the slots. I'm going to try and remove the legs so it sits down actually on the heat source. End of sentence. No further information (laughs) about whether that worked
0: or not. No further questions, Your Honour. One (laughs) person found that helpful. (laughs) Can you go back to the picture again? Yep. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Where has he gone? See, it holds up to three sticks of butter, but um, it doesn't tell you that you need at least two to make it work. (laughs) So they get it.
1: Um, I'm going to Google it now Dean and I'm going to see if I can get this machine in motion oh here we go Dean there's a ah,
0: video excellent let's hope I'm wrong about the whole corn <laughs> and potato scenario that I envisaged thing still butter wheel. So you
1: pour loads of butter in there
0: yeah that's a lot of butter
1: well, oh yeah you heat it up it all melts the wheel in.
0: Fuck! Uh, Are you going to drip into the bread? What's the point <laughs> in this? Oh, no. I, those cords aren't working. I'm sorry. They're not going to work. Well, that is ridiculous. Uh, but also, I'm, I, 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 I'm going to call foul here because the speed that wheel was going at... <laughs> That's going to be flinging butter left, right, and centre. That's like a butter firework. Just, <laughs> just whee! we f- <laughs> splattering butter all over the place. But it, <laughs> like, it's, you I
1: don't, I don't understand it. It's just melted butter, though. And yeah. they put in bread in there and doing both sides. You just dip your bread in melted butter. You don't need a 65-pound machine to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't, 65, no, this, this is a $5 machine at most, I would have said. It looks flimsy as anything, and... It's just melting butter on a griddle. I will say that this clearly seems to be aimed at the American market. I think they use a lot more they do a lot more griddling and butter coated stuff. So maybe it's more of a thing for them, or more of an issue that needs resolving. I don't, think, this is, I don't think I don't think this is aimed at the uh, you know the, the travel breakfast buffet market. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. I don't think that's what they're going for.
1: That video we just watched there, Dean, um, it was on Facebook, and I can see two Facebook comments here, and I think they're from British people. Mm. Uh, first one from William Curto says, Never in my life have I seen anybody but a corn like that.
0: And then <laughs> what, it's got an emoji of
1: someone going, Mah! like, yeah. I'm laughing. Mah! And then Kevin Phillips says, Kenneth Hicks. Put it on the blackstone and let her eat out, those and Better buns for days. That's probably some kind of in-joke, isn't it? I but hope he's, so. He's, he's broadcast that to me, you, and now the <laughs> podcast listeners. So,
0: Kevin <laughs> and Kevin Mix, I hope you're having a
1: fucking great time. Boys.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you're happy, honestly. I'm glad you're finding some fun in this. But also I also think it's quite telling that we've seen them butter breads and some corn, awkwardly. Because I genuinely can't think of what else you could use this for. No, no.
1: This is a thing where you get melted butter and there's a a cheese grater attached to it for no yeah. reason and you can sort up a bread on it if you yeah. want. And if, maybe a corn. But uh, would you eat the corn anyway if that's the way it was cooked? Um,
0: I think I, I quite like grilled corn or like flame grilled corn. It actually is quite nice. But yeah, it doesn't have to be buttered in this random way <laughs> i i'm gonna say like that given the dimensions of that machine and the, the structure of corn you're gonna get butter on like maybe one row of kernels at a time so you have to sort of you to sort of rotate the corn several times going over each to, it'd be so much quicker and easier just to get a knife and butter the corn with it or <laughs> get a spoon and dribble it over it but use a bloody hand <laughs> just rub it on if you if you're that obsessed with buttery corn just grab a handful of boiling butter and slap it on the corn and see it pop and just hold on to it and just scream, scream, <laughs> until you can handle no more. And that's where you've earned your popcorn. That's what you've done. That's what you've done. Yeah. Scream if you want a corn butter bastards. <laughs> so Cuisine Art, I have available commercials should you wish to <laughs> employ my services. It's me selling corn, screaming like anyone's <laughs> business. $65! <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a one. Because it exists. <laughs> and I guess it's a thing. But it shouldn't. <laughs> and um, and uh, like, I'll give it a one um, purely because there's loads of reviews of it. A lot of them are good. So I'm intrigued by that. I don't mm. see what function this serves unless you are someone who... Has to butter a lot of bread really quickly, which is a strange situation to find yourself in. But maybe it's a common thing in America. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think it's an American product. I think uh, there's just streets filled with these things, and you can like <laughs> like uh, like a fun house, right. one,
0: one on every corner.
1: <laughs> I'm going to give it a one as well, Dean. Hmm. It's crap and not all shit. Yeah, it is rather. Right then, welcome back. Here we go. This is a website called wikipedia.com.
0: Yes. You may have to it. It's actually called
1: wikipedia.org. Oh, yeah. But you you
0: know, know.
1: if you know it as well as me and Dean yeah. do, you can call it Wikipedia. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's just for friends. I mean, I'm sure if you Google wikipedia.com, it'll take you to the .org, you know. Yeah. It's one of those like a uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink thing. It's a, it, they know what you mean. It's fine. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. We're all friends here. Yep,
1: yep, 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 yep. Oh, here we go, then and it is Sinerous Breasted
0: Spine Tail. Okay. Uh, should... it's another small bird. Have we done a small bird before? Yeah, we did a bird book. Um
1: Oh the, that was a bit a book about birds, though. Yeah, just drawings of birds. Yeah. I don't and I
0: still don't believe it was the only book published about birds in <laughs> yeah. Cuba. Yeah, that seems like quite a claim, but I guess it's not the biggest country, but it's bigger than you. So there's no ivory coast or anything or fair Islands. so it it's but they can publish books can't. yeah exactly. they must be an, at least one person who's interested in birds anyway this
1: is not about that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all
0: right uh, this
1: is the cious breasted spine tail
0: the Narric cyber body yeah a species it's a speech bird.
1: bird in the family and this is interesting wording. Funaride. It's got yeah. two eyes right next to each other. You don't see that very often.
0: No, you see it in Hawaii, and that's uh, the last place I can think of it as. So, that's yeah. true, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the term Cinderus describes as coloration. Uh, it's found in huh? northern Bolivia, Brazil, and far southeastern Peru. South American bird. Natural habitats are subtropical or tropical, seasonally wet or flooded lowland grassland. Heavily degraded form of forest. Okay. So
1: he's a dry bird. He loves a dry area.
0: <laughs> yeah. Former wetlands, though. He doesn't want dry. He wants former wetlands. He does, yeah. <laughs> he wants the memory of moisture, but not the yeah. actual moisture itself. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nostalgic bird. He's a
1: nostalgic <laughs> bird, dude. yeah. If you look at him as well, he's got like a, uh, he hasn't got much of a neck. He's got yeah. a, a big fat bust. He's got like some shoulders and he's got a long nose. Yeah. He looks a bit <laughs> fly. Um,
0: so who are you thinking of now?
1: <laughs> no, he looks a bit like Captain Manoran to me.
0: From um, I've been, yes, I can see not, that. Yeah. Not are you being saved? Uh, no, that's one. right, Dad's that's a happy. We talked to Captain Peacock, is in uh, <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look up Captain Manoran to make sure that you're right. <laughs> not that I doubt Captain Manoran uh, profile, put
1: that in, please, and I'll uh, get the bird up at the same time.
0: Yes, 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 I can totally see that.
1: Uh, no, maybe now I'm looking at really it closer. It looks a bit too scared to be
0: Captain Mannerin. dude? Do uh, I don't know. Ah, let me, give me a second. Ah, uh, no, there's a thing. What it does look like is Captain yeah. Mannerin, as played by Toby Jones in the oh. film. And that's what it looks like. Yes, show me, Dean. I can believe oh. it. Yeah, uh...
1: <laughs> yes, it does. Yes. yes, it looks like the Toby That's Jones version
0: exactly. of Captain Mannering. yes.
1: Why did Toby Jones play Captain Manorim as a scared man? I, I, don't I never know.
0: got that impression. Captain Manorim is pompous um, yeah. and, and occasionally um, embarrassed. Yeah, but I thought, again, that was the whole thing. Like, he wasn't scared. That was, he was like no. in charge because of that. But, you know, I'm not going to defend Toby Jones' portrayal. Because you know me and Toby Jones have history. We've been over this. <laughs> of
1: course. George. Yeah.
0: Train seat stealing bastards.
1: <laughs> so uh, nevertheless.
0: Literally, literally 50 episodes ago. <laughs> I have not let it go, listeners. I have not. And even then, there was a story from four years previous. <laughs> so, so this is going to be my arc. <laughs> if I saw him in the street
1: Toby Jones, I'd go up to him and I'd say, oh, hello, sorry to interrupt you, but I'm a big fan of your work. That time you stole the seat off my friend, Dean, and also that time where you played a scared bird in the <laughs> Wikipedia article about <laughs> a bird that lives in South America. Uh, What's your name again?
0: <laughs> I'm sure he would love that. You know, at first I was he'd like, be furious, but he like, would just be so utterly baffled about <laughs> what is happening right now. <laughs> Who is this person? And what are they saying? to me?
1: Uh, then what I'd do is I'd stand there for like a millisecond and then I'd kick a turd out of the bottom of my jeans. <laughs> and, I, and I'd say, oh, it's okay. The picture's just dropped. Uh, the live camera's <laughs> over there. And I, I'd point And then when he was looking at where I was pointing, I'd run and walk the other way. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's running. Can you some butter? <laughs> <laughs> just work him it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I never thought I'd say this, but now I really hope you meet Toby Jones, a <laughs> <laughs> Random Street, having to soil yourself on cue because otherwise it's a waste of opportunity. <laughs> I
1: think when I get to the age where it literally does not matter anymore what I do. <laughs> I think I would like to just start randomly kicking turns at the
0: bottom of my trousers. Yeah, but eventually it transpires, they're not even your turns. No, no, not at all. It's all yeah, set up. They're all plastic or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. they all just guard them. Yeah. For justification. <laughs> also this 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 uh, scenario depends depends on you being Part of all to care about stuff, but also completely able bodied. you just walking oh. around, yeah. so there's no reason to be shaking yourself. You <laughs> no. just, wanted want to. I'd be like in one of those suits, like uh, Ripley at the end of the Aliens. <laughs>
1: just
0: just to make it really obvious. Yeah. wearing a pair of those pants, those cycle pants, with an arse showing. <laughs> just like I'm not naked. I'm not sick. <laughs>
1: Sorry, the self constantly. I'm an artist. Get your hands off me! Don't be screaming. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who are your top five actors that look like birds?
0: Maybe say top two. <laughs> um, I I to say Toby Jones has an owl-like quality about him. Yes. yes. So like, that's uh, okay, but I can't, can't see my top five because obviously he's my nemesis.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, uh, I think David Tennant has a sort of stalkish vibe. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of angler, yeah, angler yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, I was like, the is Barry Manilow an actor? I was going for flamingo with him. You Big think nose. he looks like a flamingo, do you? It's it's, it's the nose, you know, he's got a sort of oh, okay. well, I like, okay. I don't dislike him, but flamingos is a thing. I mean, recently, you know, flamingos are sort of seen as these dumb, ornamental birds, right? They're actually apparently they're the extremophiles, as in they are like incredibly sturdy, they're right. handled loads of different environments. Like one is the one lake they sort of breed in and stuff. It's so acidic, nothing else can survive there, but flamingo just sit there, don't give a shit. Wow. Apparently they're really tough animals. I know they're pink because of the shrimp that they eat.
1: Yeah yeah. Well, really- so if they ate like uh monster munch or something, they'd
0: go like a colour of that. I guess, <laughs> to see their feathers. Yeah, but, yeah, but apparently they, they can, they're really hardy. They can just handle... It's why they look quite flimsy and ridiculous, but they are actually tough as, tough as teak, so... Yeah, well, I'm like that. I've got quite a skinny leg, but if you
1: fucking try and challenge me, I will have it. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I've seen the stuff you eat. You could survive yeah. on anything. Is it? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, my top uh, two bird actors are... Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh, that's <And, laughs> um, right. Uh, Kevin Beaks. Uh, right. Oh, <laughs> I don't know who that is. He plays Eddie Bear with a long beak. And, uh, <laughs> oh, God knows. Abort. Back to the article. <laughs> right. Uh, there's not a lot left in the article, to be honest. Have you ever been to a wet or flooded low landing? Uh <laughs> Come on, dude. give us another 20 minutes on that, please.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure I have. Um, I've, been, I've been to places where flooding has occurred. A lot of drains get blocked a lot. <laughs> a lot of South American birds habit, inhabit them as a result, but that, you know, that's that's their, that's their shout, not mine. I, I can't be blamed for that. <laughs> right, then let's talk real now. Andy. Okay, let's talk real, yeah. Let's talk real now. How many times have you blocked the toilet in a hotel? the hotel? Yeah. Oh. uh, only two. Oh, and, uh, okay. But I think I did block. We had like two toilets in one hotel room. I think I blocked them both the same day, <laughs> <laughs> which was embarrassing. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but it was, I think it was Mexico. And it's one of those places being not supposed to flush the toilet paper. Right, and I don't funny. like going to those places. I find that. No, no it's, it's not it, right, it. is it? Yes, no, no. Yes. It's backwards, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like you people are pigs. You are, pig, pig people. You are animals, I so dare you. <laughs> all yourself civilised. Genuinely, if, if I went to like the sort of Star Trek universe, but like this planet full of floating cars and free medicine for everyone and nanobots which cure every element you have, but you couldn't flush toilet paper, I would call them all savages. <laughs> <laughs> A moment's hesitation. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> priority. I want to be part of your federation. Yeah, you call this a utopia? <laughs> you are, with, with a second thought, <laughs> take me home. Take me home to my sneaking <laughs> oil-infused planet of shit. <laughs> At least you can flush the toilet me with that shit, and that, quite frankly, is all that matters.
1: Take me home. Take me on break right now. That
0: <laughs> yeah. You should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> We invited you uh, as a representative of humankind. <laughs> yeah. well, you guys. You, you should come to my planet and ask to be part of us because you people are primitive apes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I, I just can't, I just can't. I'm sorry. I don't think we've got anything else to
1: say about this little bird, have we? <laughs> we haven't said much about it at all. You know. <laughs> do you like it, though? Yeah. It's well, give bird. me a score. What are you going to give it? Then?
0: I'll give the bird five and the article three.
1: Okay, good. Fair enough. I'm going to give the bird five give the article okay, one.
0: Totally fine. I said three because I couldn't think of anything else. That's my default answer. No, I'll give it a three as well. And you, okay. You've okay. won me round 18 <laughs> Yeah, I'm persuasive. That's what I am. <laughs> You people are pigs. <laughs> <laughs>